0: back to another ESL podcast. I'm your host Arsenio as usual and today is a wonderful Wednesday. Like I said, mini series, a Q&A, how to brainstorm, how to put your stuff onto paper. And today we're going to be tackling a completely different aspect of it. We're going to be breaking down how you can think thoroughly through a project you might have. Okay. Now, for those of you out there, I will be doing uh, my second uh, presentation at the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival, and it's going to be available online. That's right. I do believe that it's going to be live. I think it's going to be a webinar on Zoom. Um, They're setting up all the details and stuff, but I'm so, so excited about it, especially to get back for the second time to do this specific project. So, if you guys are interested in that, that should end up being here on my ESL podcast. I will absolutely rip the audio. It'll be a long one. So you guys make sure you stay tuned for that. And it's going to be about maximizing your e-learning product. So again, I'm going to be putting a lot of jab, jab, jab out there and hopefully have people that respond with Q&As and say, hey, I would like to reach out with you. I'll say, here, you guys, I'm going to have, I'm going to, have to create a PowerPoint that has very, very good branding for myself uh, so that people can reach out to me very, very easily. So in saying that, guys, I'm really, really excited about um, this specific uh, presentation that's coming up. And I have to go through this type of system so that how can it be very, very effective? So what I have today is Scamper. Scamper is essentially a process for expanding and improving upon ideas by testing, by questioning from different angles. This is exactly what I'm gonna be talking about today. So we have seven different letters in the word scamper. So what we have, number one, S, is the first one. Substitute, what would happen to the project if we swapped X with Y? Now, this could go so many different ways. I've done projects with different people setting up uh, English conversation uh, projects. This was last last year, probably in May, June, and July. I had some wonderful projects at a company by the name of Kubota, but after that there it was a no more. But nonetheless, it was really, really good because we had to figure out what would be most effective. In terms of substitution, when and where to place different things. So let's put it this way for my, as a matter of fact, I do have my book too. I do, have, I do believe I have my book. No, it's in the other book. If I look at my presentation that's going to be coming up for, of course, the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival, I have to, I wrote it all down first on paper to, of course, look at it and say, all right, this is what I have. Now I'm going to have to go through this and, you know, make substitutions and see how this could be most effective. And so when I actually did that, if I could find the damn paper, oh my God, I'm over here scouring through all these damn pages, um, then I could say, all right, how can I keep the audience, audience engaged the entire time? Now, no, this isn't about substitution. This is more about, uh, you know, obviously adapting and modifying. Uh, which I'm going to be covering very shortly. But um, guys, that paper is gone unless I put it in at the very, very end. Is that it? Nope. Oh my god, I don't know what's going on, guys. It is gone. It is gone, 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 gone. I'm going to have to like look into this one anyway. So guys, in saying that, I'm pretty sure it's in this book. I hope it is because if it's not, I'm really screwed. Um, And so here we go, finally, oh my God, I was wondering where it was. So what I have, I have about, oh my God, about eight different numbers, right? so again, how to maximize your e-learning product. What I have is people buy benefits, right? So that's number one, like what is, how is this going to be beneficial to their business? right? So then I would go into a little subsequence and show them about the ESL podcast business uh, benefits. You guys are going to be hearing a significant amount of different shout outs coming up in Friday's podcast, because now I'm getting a lot of these people from around the world, Brazil, Chile, Vietnam, uh, different parts of the Middle East, people are finally reaching out to me and saying, thank you so much and congratulations with your podcast. Just wonderful, wonderful individuals. And I'm so excited about that. But Again, how can I make my business English podcast beneficial? And why would people want to buy it? So if you guys didn't know, I did have a business English podcast, but the four guys I was working with, they were actually doing this uh, for a project at their university. So after they had graduated and after I had graded their exam along with the program director of Waterloo University they ended up disappearing. And I'm like, oh, guys, you guys literally did this for the sake of yourself. You guys really didn't want to build up something that like significant. Even the unfortunate Chinese guy that actually got in touch with me and he said he was going to start putting my stuff on Zimalaya and everything. I guess they had a hidden agenda. But nonetheless, how could my Business English podcast be beneficial to those out there? So this is going to be very, very difficult because- After and at the conclusion of this specific season, season number five, we're switching immediately to business English, going back from elementary all the way back up to advanced, which will take probably about two to three years. So, but when I actually post some of my business English podcast stuff, or if I had advertised it on my Instagram, people weren't interested. I never got a buy with that. So then that's not a failure. That's me saying, okay, how can I improve that? How can I modify that? Why didn't they you know, improve on that? And that's probably because you know, I haven't been reaching out to business English types of folks yet. You know, A lot of people have been listening to this specific podcast for like general English or IELTS or international guest speakers, a wide range of things. Hopefully coming up soon, short stories. Uh, if that falls through, that'll be all be good because I'll probably just find someone else to do it with me but with you, you have to modify. It's not so much failure. It's feedback. What feedback did I get from my business English podcast? Well, people weren't interested. So anyways, substituting would be like, okay, swapping that. Number one, people buy benefits. Number two, clearly define your customer. Number three, how will your product solve the problem? Number four, be aware of competitors. Okay. Number five, use content on social media marketing to your advantage. I'm going to have to, Show them a wide range of different things in regards to that. Um, Where are your customers, right? Have multiple prices, make effective presentations, offer potential customers something really great for free, build it up. See, so if I start swapping these, where should I go first? Should I, you know, know, should I do from uh, probably, let's say, have multiple prices at the beginning? Probably not. So this was just the basis of my entire presentation, but I'm gonna have to substitute things so it could all flow together. And so that I'm not jumping back from one place to another. Does that make sense? So how about combining? Combining, such as, let's put it this way, build it up or make a, offer potential customers something really great for free that could be added in with making effective presentations. Now, there was a guy uh, who sent me a video of his uh, – I don't know why he ended up speaking English uh, when he did his pitch for his product, which was weird. But he's, uh, he's doing VR and AR, such as the other guy who, had invi- who invited me to the Bangkok International Digital Content Festival again this year. And he's doing, again, the guy – contacted me. Haven't heard from him in a while. He never really followed up with anything, but he did a pitch, but his presentation wasn't very good at all. And I don't know, you know, why he was speaking English in general. Uh, I thought he was going to be speaking Thai because he's obviously Thai and his English wasn't the best unless the guy's Singaporean, but, but by looking at his name, there's no way so I was going to give him a consultation and do different things for his prod, uh, product, but he just never came around to it. And I guess he never wanted to follow through with it. So again, this is going to be very pivotal for my sake. Why? Because people are gonna see all these different things and I'm just giving them jabs, but they're going to want to have a starting point. Like, okay, what is it? All right, I need someone like a business consultant. And I'm going to be like, okay, that's when I come into the business. So of course, you know, versus my TOEFL and IELTS, you know, you know, whereas I charge like, you know, coming up, what is it? 30 to $40 an hour, you know, consultant will be anywhere between, it would start off at 100, you know, and I met, I had a Chinese friend, she's a consultant and was a consultant for different products at a bank out here in Thailand before she went back to Shanghai. And, you know, she was like, uh, no, you need to have a 250 price point. And I'm like, oh my God. And again, limited beliefs started coming. So we'll get into that later, but again, combining different things, right? You don't wanna have a very, very long presentation. So those, that list of things that I just gave you guys, there's a, probably about a list of 10, but I could probably combine that into six to make it more effective. How about adapting, right? So what changes would need to be made to adapt the project in a different con- uh, context? So, again, my goal is to have people with a notepad, all right, with a notepad, writing things down. On the other side, writing things down, writing things down, writing things down, saying to themselves, okay, all right, this is what I really want. Uh, you know, I'm going to do this. Okay. Here's the starting point. Let me do this. It's got to be systematic. So how can I adapt? Well, I'm actually very, very good at that because again, Q and A's are going to be coming up at the end of that specific presentation and people will be throwing their different things out there. You know, the guy last year said, Hey, I'd like uh, to partner with you, which was an amazing, but he never really followed through with it. But just in saying that this is exactly what you guys want to do. It's all about adapting. Depends how many people are going to be in the world in the room. How many people are going to be watching? Okay. What's going to, you know, who are these people that are going to be watching? Is it going to be 15 different countries just as it was last year? Is it going to be 20? Is it going to be 25? Are these just going to be Thai people? Okay. How am I going to adapt to the Thai market only? You see what I mean? So I'll be absolutely prepared for that. And you should too, in terms of when you are doing projects or not, this is not just about presentations, but everything in general. So, how about modifying, right? How could you modify to create more value on this project? To be honest with you, this scamper alone, I could actually put it into my presentation because this will be extremely important. But again, it might be a little reiteration in terms of what uh what i probably would say before or after so i have to be careful with that but again create more value not only for me you know at the end with the q a and having people and you know putting the correct branding on there and having people reach out to me say hey i'm very interested i'm very interested i'm very interested you know but for the end user like what actionable items can they get started immediately Again, thinking about your projects, it could be thinking about a podcast, it could be thinking about anything work-related. This is what you can do. Going into the P, okay? The fifth bullet point, put to another use. What other uses or applications might this project have? So this is why you want to have everything open-ended. Now, if you're setting up a project at work, you should be able to use that project for a while or modify it and use it again because it was so good. Let me give you an example. When I did my business English uh, email workshops, right? The first one, last year in June, this was actually right before or probably during the same week I went to Kubota to do the English speaking conversation workshop. Um, but this specific business English um, you know, email writing workshop, I knew it was so effective there were just so many profound and fantastic reviews and i said how can i put this to good use how can i modify it next time so then i could it could be reusable see you don't want to do things in a one-time go it's kind of like with the business english workshops those always fell through why because it was just always it was just like real quick like even when i had a you know when i taught a sales team i didn't have all the appropriate you know material and you know the appropriate you know structure, whereas they could put things to use immediately, build that confidence. Okay, start acting on things. Go do some you know, out there in the type of uh, wild type of networking or you know trying to sell different things. I didn't have any of that, so I live and I learn. This is what's so great about it because if I were to do, let's just say a side project, if a Thai company were to contact me or anyone from this specific presentation would to contact me and i would just hurry up and toggle and remodify something i did in the past perfect like my presentation workshop that was extremely effective that went all the way through 6 hours and i got a bonus at the end you know what's funny you know even looking back on that specific project i get paid that same price for like online clients but it's always part about it's always about building up my reputation now of course after that never really heard from anyone ever again, you know, but um, at the same token, I'm able to look at that and say, okay, what what could I have done better? How could this have done better? This is called modification and how I could put it to use in the future. You see? So business email workshop, so effective. Did another workshop for a different department. I went from like The customer service department to, I think, a department that worked with foreigners. Okay, let me get some emails that relate to their topics. So, you know, their field of endeavor and this and that. Okay, telephone calls, you know, how could this be effective? Now, the telephone aspect of it, it it wasn't very effective at all. So I would go back and I would modify it. And going into the E, eliminate it to simplify it even more because I had them speaking to each other you know, in English during the, you know, the, the second project I had with that specific bank, but I just felt like it wasn't as effective as it was in the morning when I was doing the email, right? So this is what you wanna do. Look at it, what can you remove? How can you simplify it? And then reversing. How could you reorganize everything? This is just like the substituting, but you know, you're swapping A with B, X with Y. This one reversing, is how can you reverse the project? How can you reverse your presentation? How can you reverse your podcast format? How can you reverse your list so it could be more effective? You see? So this method forces you to approach any project or any problem in unexpected ways, right? So each question just requires you to dig a little bit deeper into the issue and consider new possibilities. So again there there is something else called a SWAT a- uh analysis and six thinking hats we're going to be talking about that which is really really good you guys are going to love that. We're going to be talking about that in the next couple of podcasts. But guys again if you found this to be very effective please leave me a rating on the Apple uh what is it the Apple Store if you guys have one or just uh you know uh, uh, tag me uh on an Instagram story. Uh very easy. You could just like share it through Spotify and uh Tag me and say, oh my God, this was so useful. Thank me. uh, You know, thank you so much. And follow me, of course, the Arsenio Buck Show. Uh, But again, this is going to be going for the next few weeks. Okay. We got a lot more brainstorming to do. So this scamper is something that I might just include into my presentation at the BIDC 2020. Right. Because now people are going to figure out a way. Okay. I can start working on this by doing this. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. And Again, it's always about maximizing that e-learning product online. So guys, in saying that, man, thank you so much for tuning in to a very, very long ESL podcast. And if you guys have any questions, please let me know. As always, over and out.